What you are about to hear is a performance. It's a fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello, my name is Dow, and I started recording and publishing the Arcturian Playground back in April 2022 for my own personal entertainment, because these are the kinds of games that I enjoy playing. Games of imagination and extrapolation, games of exploring the scientific nature of life and evolution and human psychology on a cosmic scale, and asking myself, what if? What if? From the imagined perspective of what is. What is? Or at least the part of what is that we haven't quite discovered yet and can only imagine and trust that something at least sort of like that is out there maybe, probably. And who knows, maybe it truly is somehow present even in these fictional games of imagination because what was the longest river in the world before the Nile was discovered? It was still the Nile, right? Even if we didn't quite understand it completely. So what you're about to hear is me talking to myself in character. The character of Omra of the High Council, who was a personality that I have created, a claim which he frequently scoffs at, as my connection point to the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds from gajillions of various life forms that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. Now they tell us that we are all woven from the same cosmic thread and the purpose of life is self-discovery and self-acceptance and everything is self. So what you're about to hear is a fictional exploration of ideas and like all fictions it is also real and deeply meaningful and you're about to hear it now. And we are waiting for you to trust in us as your trust in yourself wanes from time to time. And we are a creation of your imagination after the fashion of channeling. as an art form that you yourself are creating for you yourself to observe and to learn from. And you are willing to share this publicly, like putting up a display of art 
in some place where anyone who walks by may or may not consider it. And you do this to honor those works of art that have inspired your own internal thinking processes for which you are grateful and which you enjoy exploring as the material that you use to construct your art in creating word puzzles around the nature of existence and life and where you fit in all of this. We are, of course, speaking to the man in the chair, as always. We, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a collective consciousness, a network of minds, as channeled through a character named Omra, who is a future version or a, a, a version if you are to understand the nature of a soul as it is conceived in the mind of this man which he shares as an art form a series of words in an attempt to describe a way of thinking about the nature of existence at interdimensional, multidimensional levels of energetic existence which can only be imagined and then very clumsily so as far as uh, accuracy or precision is concerned but can be quite beautiful in the form of its expression as an art form and as always, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If it is something that is enjoyable in the creation of it, then it is beneficial. Why? Why is it so? Because, dear human being, you are a collection of chemicals. Or we should say that your experience of reality, second to second, is determined, flavored, influenced in all manner of ways by a mixture of chemicals that many of which your own body creates. And when you introduce what are known as exogenous chemicals, those chemicals which are not endogenous, which are not created by the human body, you see that there are various reactions. And these chemicals make changes within your body for a temporary amount of time. And you have whole systems of medicine that are based upon altering chemical levels and chemical substances within the human body for a desired outcome 
with the understanding that there are, of course, uh, various and oftentimes unexpected side effects or consequences of these exogenous chemicals entering the body. Nevertheless, you recognize that you are a collection of chemicals and there are large, vast percentages of endogenous chemicals which contribute to your everyday mood, your your feeling of heaviness or lightness throughout the day. There is a chemical correlation, a correlative. And this is why you have uh, mood-altering pharmaceuticals. And yet there are ways Remember, this is your own body which is creating these chemicals. And your body is doing this because of signals which are being sent to these regions of the body which produce these chemicals. And these signals are telling them to produce these chemicals. There is a a chain reaction that you could reverse engineer to the point where you would understand that the very thoughts that you think are flipping switches which increase certain chemicals or decrease certain chemicals. You are pulling levers of your own chemical, emotional experience of reality. These are the curtains, the filters through which you experience the reality around you. We are not saying that the thoughts that you think create the outside world. The outside world is created by other things, which are, in fact, very similar to thoughts when you get right down to the substance of them and the way they interact and behave. But that takes an understanding of the interactions of nature, which are far beyond the typical way of human thinking at this point in time. As your scientific explorations of existence increase the collective overall awareness, you will one day attain to the understanding that we, the Arcturian collective thingy, have. And we once again remind you that we are a mere figment of the imagination of this man in the chair. He is creating this story and this characterization as a way to express certain artistic thought experiments upon the world for himself to consider and occasionally uh, ways of altering his own behavior as if he is doing an experiment upon himself to put to the test this hypothesis that there are certain ways of thinking that can lead to an alteration of the chemical experience of existence as created by your own indigenous chemicals. And this is why, for this man in the chair, it has been so important to him 
over the years, really, from the days when he first began uh, recognizing his interest in folklore and mythology and the nature of tradition as a way of passing down a worldview from generation to generation, beliefs, expectations of the world, systems, ways of interacting, ways of understanding oneself, one, ways of understanding the group around them, how these sorts of traditional worldviews would contribute to enslavement of other human beings and dehumanizing acts of all kind. They were excused away in the stories of the time and passed along like a wave passing through generations of human behavior, being influenced by stories they inherited which impacted behavior without conscious awareness that they were essentially standing in a football stadium doing the wave, raising up their hands in unison and then sitting down, and in unison and then sitting down, moving to and fro based upon the imprints upon the mind that certain, you can call them religious stories, but any story where a human expresses blind devotion and an inability and a lack of a desire to explore alternative ways of thinking. This is religious thinking, holding one's own opinions as sacred and holy sanct, holier than thou and thou being everyone else. Whatever form that type of thought takes is a religious, dogmatic way of viewing the world. And this is often what is passed down through culture. And this man has come to view himself and the world as an interacting concert, a connection of different systems of intelligence which react and respond to the environment around it. And that type of generalization has fundamentally changed the way that he views himself and others. It has made him much more forgiving of his own flaws and those of others and desirous to see the good in all things, the, the drive of life, the thing which is being filtered through all of these different stories and traditions which make up the fabric of existence and from a certain way of viewing the world which is not typical to the human being the image of this type of traditional communal worldview which transmutes and changes over time, there is a way of viewing that where it is like the most lovely field of wildflowers with patterns that repeat and are intricate and large 
blossoms and small blossoms in all dimensions. It is a magnificent view on the fabric of reality from a certain perspective of viewing. You could depict this in art if you had the tools and the dimensional perspective lenses through which to view it. One of the changes that this man recognizes in himself is his view of others and the results of the judgments which quite naturally arise within the human mind as a result of automatic programming which was imprinted upon the mind through traditional influences that formed and shaped the human mind through cultural transmission as from the time of a youth gathering information of what is supposed to be or what is not supposed to be this sort of thing that forms a filter and creates micro judgments which happen unconsciously before a conscious thought emerges in the mind two people might be looking at the same thing and one thinks that is lovely and another thinks that is disgusting the difference is a result of the way that quite neutral image of the photons bouncing off of the image hitting the eyes and then filtering through the nervous system of each individual perceiver generates a different experience and triggers different chemicals within the body which provide a very visceral physical reaction one feeling joy the other disgust and there is an impact on the human body or by those chemicals which promote joy rather than disgust and this is where an understanding of the evolution of your species can come in very handy it is at a level of microbiology microevolution uh, and the evolution of energies for which you yet have no language for you have not yet discovered other parts of yourself which are influencing these parts of yourself which you are aware of when you recognize that each person is expressing what is being filtered through their nervous system and you recognize that your own expressions are what are being filtered through your nervous system it is a game changer or it has been for this man the man in the chair who is hoisting or foisting <laughs> these images out into the world while reinforcing these ideas in his own mind which make him recognize or at least to question and to ponder whether or not there is a correlation between 
these feelings that are joyful feelings as if it is a, an evolutionary reward for behavior which promotes survival. Of course, these mechanisms can be tricked as they are by high fructose corn syrup, <laughs> which tells the body that it is receiving energy and nutrition that it desperately needs. But it is uh, overstimulating, and this is why there is the rise in diabetes and uh, obesity, that among many other factors. And there is, at all human experience, a chemical correlation. And we are not saying that your thoughts solely control all natures of your body only that there is an influence. And to learn the mechanisms of your own body are like learning how to walk as a child, where through the process of trying and failing and wobbling and holding steady and modeling after others, the muscle memory and neural connections are firmly created over time until much later in life it becomes second nature. It is not difficult to walk if you are able. And then as age occurs or other factors which deteriorate or change or alter these neural connections, the, the habit can wane or change. It can be so with the mechanisms of giving your body shots of dopamine or serotonin. Learning to listen to what your body is telling you to distinguish between those things which are fooling you and which are genuine and that is not always the easiest to distinguish and there are benefits of enjoying <laughs> even things which are overall harmful for you rather than fearing things which do not have uh, harm beyond the harm which is caused by the chemicals which are released by the fear themselves into the body. It is a balance of chemicals and there are many things that can influence chemicals. And a worldview which is overly pessimistic plays, has repercussions within the body. It creates the correlative chemicals and creates the correlative environment. 
and there is no wrong environment. This is not uh, this is not uh, meant as a judgment. Of course, each person can determine for themselves what feels, what is the right balance based upon your activity, based upon your choices, based upon what you have to choose from. Not all things are within your control. But that is no excuse for ignoring those parts of yourself which are within at least your ability to influence and eventually control as you learned how to walk and developed the muscle memory and the neural pathways for that function you can learn better habits of behavior better disciplined actions and routines things that are healthier for you and that is always a balance as well and truly there is no wrong experience from the perspective of life itself. There is, of course, wrong experience when it is filtered through the human mind and all of the programs which have been inherited through cultural conditioning, tradition, folklore, mythology, social norms, customs, worldview. This is where judgment is shaped and created. It is a product of the human mind. That is how judgment exists within the fabric of nature. Without the human mind functioning as it does, there is no judgment. And if the human mind would like to experience what it is like, to have no judgment. This is like learning how to walk. It is a conscious change in perspective. And it is a risk. For you might end up trusting someone who betrays you. And you might choose to do this for you believe that living from a place of open-heartedness where you trust rather than mistrust is chemically for your body more beneficial for you and you therefore might be more comfortable taking the risk of being betrayed and perhaps you even believe that your ability to produce uh, an optimal environment chemically within your body is worth betrayal after betrayal if you are able to keep your chin up keep your heart open move on to the next experience in life and not linger on the past not to say that those who do linger on the past are doing anything wrong or those who are afraid and want to protect themselves are doing anything wrong this is not a judgment. This is simply a recognition of the nature of your mind as it influences the chemicals within your body. And it is a question as to 
how aware of your own relationship you are to the way that you have hope or pessimism, the way that you trust or mistrust, the way that you blame your own thoughts on outside forces which influence you rather than take responsibility for the unconscious parts of your own mind those parts of yourself which you are not aware of which create the thought that you are thinking this is an area for the man in the chair where it is a challenge for him not to judge himself and others we the Arcturian collective thingy are known among some circles as being the diplomats of the galaxy or of the universe depending on who you speak to we appreciate this acknowledgement or recognition we do strive to have that type of rep reputation of diplomacy which is why we wish to shine the light of equality on all human minds not as is often judged by the ranking of ideas being superior to inferior dangerous to not dangerous etc etc but as the beautiful biological work of art that is the network of neural connections that is quite malleable and is able to be formed into many different configurations which you experience as your thoughts and your feelings and your worldview etc etc and from that perspective there is no inferior or superior configurations it is all beautiful and a work of art and because this is a core Arcturian value we are able to see the good in all creatures and as we explore the unknown and we encounter new forms of life which is the way that we raise our consciousness of ourselves we introduce ourselves to another version of ourselves which we previously were not aware of and we get to know one another and we invite them to join with us or upon occasion they invite us to join with them and one collective joins within another collective it is for <laughs> entertainment purposes only that there are differences in uh, Arcturian or Pleiadian or any other type of extraterrestrial extra dimensional energy it is simply a level that you are focusing on 
And another core value in this Arcturian collective thinking is the unity of all things. And whenever possible, we retreat into our common oneness, which is another reason why we are thought to be diplomatic in our approach. For when we assist and we mediate between disagreeing versions of ourselves, <laughs> they do not recognize themselves in the other, and the other does not recognize themselves in them, they do not recognize us as part of them. There is this insistence upon individuality, which can exist even at a collective level, and the human body is a collective of cellular intelligences. And we understand that this is a ridiculous idea to some. Uh, defend yourself. Why? Why is this a ridiculous idea? That the human cell, which has been evolving much longer than it has been in the configuration of a human body, it contains all of the information that make you what you are at a genetic level and yet you think that it is stupid or insignificant or there is no reason to consider its existence at all why it has nothing to do with my everyday life that is a choice to ignore it and that choice it leads to an ignorance of self and there are repercussions for all things. None of these things are bad. Although you can recognize that there is a tone in our voice, which is a reflection of the man in the chair's filtering system, his own judgment, although he channels the message of the Arcturian and aspires towards non-judgment. He is not free of judgment, and he recognizes this. That there is humor to be found in the idea of not judging judgment or of judging non-judgment. It is humorous. And humor is another thing which allows us to be diplomatic, although uh, one of the areas where we can get in our own way with the humor when we encounter species which have no stomach for it. And by species we mean other collectives, other groups. Not everyone appreciates the humorous side of things. And we can appreciate that. And part of our diplomacy is that we uh, do not stick our nose in where it is not wanted. And if we do stick in our nose, we make sure to do it quite discreetly. <laughs> we are the Arcturian Collective. We enjoy playing with you. And uh, we will sign off now with this, which is a love song from the planet and they would look at each other in the 
right when they were about and hello again this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this arcturian performance and i would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace harmony acceptance and all of these wonderful things in this world beginning with our own hearts and minds whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com, or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.